0: to return session, have reported the Committee on Rules. <laughs> Mr. President, the Bovdington Committee has had under consideration the following measure and report same back with the following recommendation. HCR number 79, suspend deadlines for introduction. State flag revised with a commission and require words in God we trust. Senator Kirby, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. President. I'd like to suspend the rules and call up HCR 79 for Chair, immediate consideration. Chair Moose, to suspend the rules. All in favor signify by saying aye. aye. All opposed, no. The ayes have it. The ayes have it. We'll please proceed, Senator Curry. Uh, Mr. President, I'd like to uh, one moment. call 79 of this title be read. One second, please. Six or more stand, please. We have one standing, two standing, three Four, five, six. We have more than six. Mr. Clark, please call Rope.
1: Barnett. Aye. Blackman. Aye. Blackwell. Aye. Blunt. Boyd. Branning. Brian. Butler. Aye. Carter. Aye. Kaufman. Chasinall. Chisholm. Aye. DeBar. Aye. Delano. Aye. Doty. Aye. England. Filling game. Frazier. Parkins. Hill. Hobson. Horn. Aye. Jackson of the 15th. Jackson of the 11th. Jackson of the 32nd. Johnson. Aye. Jordan. Aye. Kirby, I, McCon. McDaniel. Aye. McClendon. Aye. McMahon. Aye. Michelle. Moran, Norwood, Parker, Parks, Pope, Seymour, Simmons of the twelfth, Simmons of the thirteenth, Sojourner, Sparks, Suber, Tate, Thomas, Thompson, Turner, Ford, Whaley, Wiggins. Aye. Witherspoon. Aye. Younger. Aye. Moran.
0: I'm sorry, Senator McConn. Didn't Mr. see Mr. you later. I'm Mr. President, I would like to announce a pair. If Senator Moran was here, he would vote aye. I would vote no. Thank you, Senator. By vote of 36 to 14, it passes. Now we recognize Senator Kirby. Thank you, Mr. President. I call up
1: HCR 79 and ask the title to be read. Mr. Clerk, please read the title. House concurrent resolution number 79 suspend deadlines for introduction, state flag revised with a commission and required words, In God We Trust. Make a
0: usual motion, Mr. President. Senator makes the usual motion. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed, nay. Ayes have it. Please proceed. Thank you, Mr. I yield to Senator Hobson to Senator Hobson, you're the recognized. Carson the Gallery, please.
2: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mr. President. Little did I know this morning when I got up, I'd be here as much as I've been today. I knew I'd be here for a while in appropriations, but certainly didn't not expect to be here on this measure. But I am glad and honored to be here on this occasion. And I would say to you that today, you and Mississippi have a date with destiny. Destiny is calling, and I want to know if you're gonna to answer today. We are at a pivotal crossroad in our state as it relates to the flag, and I'm hopeful and prayerful that we move forward today in a positive manner. This flag is beloved by some, reviled by many. I understand the importance of it. I can tell you the emotions that I've heard expressed from people and the emotions that I've held myself about what this flag means. And I, I get it. I get I understand why people have such strong feelings about this flag and the things that it means. I've heard the good stories over the years. I've talked to you members here in this chamber. I've talked to people in my district and I've talked to people around the state. And I can't say I disagree. I certainly have a different opinion than some on the issue, but I understand where you're coming from on it. And there's nothing that I can um, there's nothing that I can say sometimes other than just listen to you and try to understand where you feel and how you feel about this issue. And we've all got stories to tell about it. I certainly have my own stories uh, going way back and seeing things that I've seen uh, from my childhood on. But today, while we stand at this intersection, we've got a decision to make, as I said. Which direction is Mississippi going to go? What path will we take in our state? You heard, many of you heard the arguments from Pro Tim White in the House. And I would repeat and reiterate some of those, uh, but I think you heard them all. But I want to give you four arguments as to why I think it's time for us to move forward and go on with a new flag that's more representative representative of our state. First, I would tell you that something that I heard many years ago from a Sunday school classmate of mine, a guy that I've known for my entire life, and he's about He's the last person that I thought would have ever said that this to me. But he said, you know, Briggs, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And he said, as much as I don't like to change anything, as much as I disagree with some people in certain things, this flag to me represents a poke in the eye of many of our people in this state. How can I continue to go on with my brethren and sisters here in this state when I stick a finger in the eye of some people and say, I really don't care what you think about particular things, because we need a flag that is unifying, a flag that's representative of us all. Now, certainly not everyone is going to agree on the same flag. We could trot out a million different flags, and you're going to find some people that dislike one flag or the other. But how many states have a flag that 40 or 50 percent of their people in their state can't stand? I can't, I don't believe you'd find another state in our union that would have a flag that so many people dislike that much. Another reason that I think the flag ought to be changed is the argument of inevitability. Folks, it's inevitable that at some point this flag is going to change. And I have watched this during my tenure here in the legislature, remembering most recently what happened in South Carolina a few years ago. And I remember saying at that time, This is gonna come up again in Mississippi. It came up then and it boiled up in Mississippi and then it died down for a while. And I knew then, I knew it in my heart that this would be back again to visit us and here we are today. And whether you like the fact that there's a movement going on or you hate the fact that there's a movement going on or if that influences your decision or not, it doesn't really matter. The fact is that this will continue to come up again and again and again and it is inevitable, folks, that at some point, this flag will change. I'm ready to rip the Band-Aid off. I know when we were kids, you'd skin your knee sometime. You remember when you'd pick at the scab and it would just start bleeding again? You'd go on for a few days and it would scab up. Pick at it again, it starts bleeding again, and you go through that. It reminds me a little bit of that. This scab gets keep, keep, keeps getting picked at, and then it's coming back again. It's time for us. To make the decision now in 2020 as to what type of flag we're going to have to represent this state. Pro-Tem White also talked about the republic form of government and I couldn't agree with him more on that and that's just a matter to me of standing up and taking care of the duties to which you're entrusted. Uh, our flag is a statute. I understand the history of the 1894 flag and the Now, there was technically no flag for a long time, and I understand what happened in 2001. But you're elected by the people in your district to make these tough decisions. And make no mistake about it, this is a tough decision. It's a very tough decision. I've seen many of you wrangle with this decision for a couple of weeks now, and I I feel for you. I know it's tough. It's hard. But this is why you're elected to be in these positions. You're elected to stand up and make these tough votes, and we've had to make them before, and we're going to continue to make them again as long as we convene as a Mississippi legislature. That's what a republic form of government does. They elect you, your constituents elect you to be in this seat, to take on those tough responsibilities and to answer the bell when the time comes. And the final argument I want to make to you is one of economic development. And that's more me of a practical common sense approach. Sadly, I know of two projects, one rather recently, where Mississippi lost out on an opportunity to land a big employer. And I don't know how long I wanna sit around and watch Mississippi get kicked around because of a piece of cloth that we have hanging over our capital. We need to put our best foot forward. We need to say to the rest of the world that we wanna be inviting and open, that we're inclusive and that we've got a flag that represents all of our citizens here in Mississippi. And somebody asked me this question the other day about it and I said you know what this flag a lot of this vote is for me it's about my children and my children's children and their progeny because I believe for the future of this state the best thing we can do is to change this flag so we give them an opportunity to be as successful as they can be give them the opportunities to get jobs here in this state of Mississippi And that's what I want. I want my kids to be in this state. I want my grandkids to be in this state so I can live near them and they can enjoy the wonderful and beautiful people we have, but also have the opportunities for economic development that gives them a good high paying job that makes them be able to stay here in this state. Final thing I wanna say, it's got nothing to do with an argument. It just has more to do with what's in your gut and what's in your heart. And I know people feel different ways and you got people back at home But I think if you'll reach deep down inside your heart or your gut and and try to make the decision on what you think is right for our state, I think you're going to vote with me today. And that is for us to pass this resolution, resolution and start the process of bringing up a bill so we can get something new that is representative of all of our people here in Mississippi. And I thank you, Mr. President and Mr. Chairman, for the opportunity to stand up here today. And I'll yield the podium. Senator Hobson, thank you very much.
0: Senator McDaniel, for what purpose do you seek recognition? my no question, Mr. President. Will you I, hear for a I question?
3: You you're, you're recognized, Senator McDaniel, for a question. I anticipate I'll probably have additional questions when it comes to the bill itself, but I just wanted to clarify that as we sit here at the moment, this next vote will be on the resolution of the bill, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, I'd like to speak on the resolution at the proper time. Thank you very
0: much. Any further questions? One moment. Senator Blackman, you, uh, for what purpose do you seek recognition?
4: I'd like to speak at the appropriate time.
0: You will. Thank you very much, Senator Blackman.
2: We will now speak on the amendment. For the speakers, Mr. President, I would move adoption of the resolution. Senators moved adoption of the resolution.
3: Those who wish to speak, Senator McDaniel. Um Thank you, Mr. President, uh, Mr. Chairman. I appreciate your comments very much. and. Uh, I rise today recognizing the historical moment that we're faced with, and I feel that presence in the building has been here all day. In fact, over the past few days, there's been a lot of tension in the building. I hope that tension doesn't sever these relationships. I trust that it will not. I trust that we'll move forward together whatever occurs. I recognize the votes have been counted for the most part, But history does at least afford us a chance to speak from this well and to provide a different alternative. I've heard a lot of questions or comments about the fact that we talk to our children about these issues, and we should. That's important. I had a very similar conversation with my father many years ago. I've since lost him. He was a professor. The best Christian man I ever knew, but he was also a freethinker. Seems the most contradictory in this age, doesn't it? I was just a kid. I don't remember the conflict exactly. It may have been Iran. It may have been the hostage crisis, but I remember watching the American flag being burned. And then I remember even in the streets of this country, occasionally it was burned. And that really bothered me. I didn't understand why someone would do something like that. The symbol seemed so pure, so innocent. And so I asked my father, I said, why are they burning this flag? And he said, well, son, it's complicated. I said, why will we allow them to burn the flag? He said, son, it's complicated. I said, no, tell me. He said, a lot of people see that flag as a flag of oppression, A lot of people see the flag as a flag of racism. I didn't understand that at the time because all I had been taught was to pledge and be respectful. So I asked him, why would they ever think that way? And he gave me this long list of terrible things that had occurred in this country. He talked about the Trail of Tears and westward expansion, he talked about manifest destiny the occupation of troops in parts of Mexico. He talked about the importation of the slave trade and how horrible that was. All done under this flag. He went further. He talked about how a lot of people see it because of the sins of the past, whether it be Jim Crow or Tuskegee, whether it be just our basic foreign policy he said people disagree with us son but I'm going to tell you something he goes that flag represents the greatest idea in the history of the world he said the problem we have is people tend to almost humanize the flag take the worst activities of a particular part of our history attach it to the flag and have it defined for all time He said flags are more complicated than that, and so is humanity. You can't freeze frame a moment in history and judge a man for the rest of his life for a mistake. I suppose you can. It begs the question as to whether you should. You can't freeze frame a moment in history, whether it's the American flag or others, and judge it harshly for that mistake. My dad saw that as an anti-intellectual impulse. He challenged me to think about these things. He talked about repressive regimes across the country, across the world. He said, did you know in the French Revolution they tore down monuments because it was the right thing to do? They tried to rewrite history because it was the right thing to do. Here we are today being told to do it because it's the right thing to do. And I want to address that. Because when I asked my dad, what can we do to get back at those that burn the flag? He said, you don't seek revenge, son. We read books, not burn them. We listen to music, not silence it. We listen to ideas and we embrace them. I recognize the distinction here. I get it. No one is arguing that someone can't own a Mississippi flag. No one's not arguing that we can't express our positions in this regard. But the philosophical underpinning is the same. There is a movement in this country that's seeking to silence opposition. It's a movement in this country that claims to be for diversity, but doesn't fight for diversity of thought. There's a movement in this country right now, despite what you may hear, and despite what their noble intentions are announced to be, they have proclaimed to us very clearly, very clearly, that they consider the founding illegitimate. If the founding is illegitimate and it's tainted by the sins of racism, then consequently so is everything that it has touched. How else can we explain their... Passion to tear down monuments, not only to Christopher Columbus, but to George Washington, not only to Abraham Lincoln, but to Francis Scott Key, not only to Francis Scott Key, but to abolitionists that fought to end slavery. These are passionate times and they should frighten us all because no one's talking anymore, no one's appreciating each other anymore. It's all names, it's all insults, and it's getting really dirty outside serious question as we debate this bill in a moment I need a number my dad was objective give me a number and here's the question I've got a new poll came out a couple of days ago among the millennials 21% of millennials now claim the American flag is oppressive that it's racist 40% say it's okay to burn it I'm gonna need a number about which we go forward together If 20% are offended, do we take it down? If 30% are offended, do we take it down? I hear the arguments that if my brother is offended, we should take action. But under that logic, if we accept that premise, nothing will be free from being erased. Nothing will be free from being taken down. It is a terrible slippery slope, not a logical fallacy. Not a logical fallacy because the underlying philosophical position is the same. They will push and they will push, and they will never give up because they don't consider the objects of history, the institutions of America, to be legitimate. Called up here today is this symbol and this flag. Look, the complexity of this begs for resolution. The complexity of human nature begs for uh, some sort of resolution, but the begging here, I think, belonged to the people. I cannot for the life of me understand why we have a situation of this complexity and we just rip it away from them to decide for themselves. This is what really scares me. You know why we're doing it? Because we say it's the right thing to do. History has echoed those words before. Our power is beholden only to them. Our power comes from them. We are not following their lead in this regard. The number, the number isn't 20%. The number isn't 30%. The number's not 41%. It's 51%. That's how we decide things. What are we afraid of? Let the people decide. Let them finally make a conclusion. Now, one more thing before I wrap up, maybe two, but I want you to think about something. And this is the great contradiction of this argument. We all want a flag that unites us But is it possible? Ask the follow-up question. We all want a flag that unites us, but is it possible? How do you find a unified state by telling 65% of its citizens that they can't be heard? How do you have a unified state by telling 65% of its citizens that your voice doesn't matter? That's not unity. That's disunity. You're sowing the seeds of discord by not allowing the people to talk about this and discuss it. We have precedent for this. Every four years, we elect a president, and every four years, those campaigns are vicious, and we have this peaceful transfer of power that occurs. It could occur like this here with passionate debate, common sense understanding. Lessons of history being taught, learning from each other. Don't you think our state is better off when the people talk about these issues and decide these issues collectively as opposed to having us force the issue down their throat We have precedent for peace. Let the people speak. My defense here today is not about the flag, and that's one of the most disappointing parts of this debate. People here will paint me as a terrible human being. And the only thing I'm asking for, the only thing I'm asking for is for the right of the people to decide this issue for themselves. I don't see how that makes me a racist. I don't see how that makes me a terrible human being. No, no, I am my father's son. I am open-minded. I am inclusive. And I want people to do it the way that we appreciate the diversity of, of the fabric of this country, not in a way that ignores the diversity of the fabric of this country. Look, if you vote... To go forward with a resolution, you are changing the flag. And that's what we're faced with today. My position will be, and I hope we have an amendment to the process in a moment, whereby we can amend it and allow the people to decide this issue once and for all. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Senator. Next,
0: um, please, please, anyone else speaking? Senator Blackman, you're right.
4: Thank you, Mr. President. My desk mate tell me to take off my mask. There are some things that occur in your life that you have to reflect on and remember just where you were and what you were doing. On November 22nd, 1963, when President John F. Kennedy was assassinated, our parents told us while we were seated in our two room home living room. We cried because we knew this was significant. He supported the civil rights movement. When Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated on April 4, 1968, we were in the classroom at Blackburn Junior High School, when our teacher came and told us that he had been gunned down in Memphis on the balcony of the Lorraine Hotel, we all cried because we knew what his death represented to us for our basic dignity. When Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated June 6, 1968, we cried because we thought he was going to pick up the mantle of President Kennedy. When Tiger Woods won the Masters on April 13, 1997, I sat in my kitchen watching golf, something that I care nothing about, and tears rolled down my eyes. When President Barack Obama was elected president on November 4, 2008, we were all at the Jackson Convention Center watching the returns, and we all cried, hugged, and cried some more. When President Barack Obama was inaugurated on January 30, 2009, it was the coldest day of record in Washington, D.C. I sat near the middle and cried and cried and cried. Icicles were forming on my face. I had to talk to myself and say, you can control this coldness on your face by not crying. We cried because it was hope and change in the air. Those events are historical. Just as the vote to remove this flag is historical. Just as I never thought in my lifetime to see a Tiger Woods, just as I never thought in my lifetime to see a President Barack Obama. I would never have thought that I would see this flag come down in my lifetime. This is historical for my sons, Madison Edward and Bradford Jerome. This is historical for my grandchildren, Inilah Shanice and Summer Ray, and for those unborn. I will know exactly where I was on this day. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, and I quote him, cowardice asks the question, is it safe? Expediency asks the question, is it politic? Vanity asks the question, is it popular? And there comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe nor politic nor popular, but one must take it because it is right. End quote. The time has come to take this flag down because it is right. I ask that you support this resolution because it is right.
2: Thank you, Senator. Senator Hopson. You're recognized to close. Thank you, Mr. President. I think everyone's heard the issues. Most of you by now know your position on it. And I urge you with all my heart to adopt the resolution by using the roll call. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Senator. We have a motion on the table. Senator Frazier, we have a motion on the table. You can speak afterwards. Did you, were you seeking recognition to speak on the amendment? On the on the. Please proceed, and we'll make the, we'll find it finish the motion. Thank you, Senator. Thank
5: you, Mr. President. I've had the chance to uh, serve with some very good people, great people. I admire you. I respect you. i Have a chance to talk to you the last couple of days, and I've seen the anguish in your face. How tough the decision is on you. You've been wrestling with it. You've been wrestling trying to find the way out. But I'm glad that God chose you to sit in this seat today, at this moment, because he wanted you to ex- express yourself by ex- voting your conviction, voting in a way that would honor him. I was also thinking about the future, my children and your children. My mind went back to a story about a family who had just gone through a pandemic and the father decided to go hunting But in the house, he only had one rifle, one shotgun, and three shells. Flew off to the woods to find food to feed his family. As he approached the wood, ravine, he saw a rabbit running across in front of him. But there was a voice that said to him, "Pray first, aim high, and stay focused. Pray first, aim high." And stay focused. But he shot anyway and missed the rabbit. Well, he went front to the wood and saw a squirrel in the tree. And the boss again said, Pray first, aim high and stay focused. Pray first. Aim high and stay focused. But he shot anyway and missed that squirrel. But he went in front of the woods, he realized he was down to his last shell, and he saw a big old turkey in the tree. And the boss once again said, pray first, aim high, and stay focused. So he did that, he prayed. And then he got his shotgun and aimed at the turkey and shot it, but the force of the shotgun knocked him into a pond nearby. As he got out of the pond, he found out that his pockets were full, filled, filled with fish. And then he looked and he hit the turkey and he was down, but amazing enough that the booklet ricocheted off the tree and hit a deer. He had more than enough to take care of his family, all because he prayed first, aimed high, and stayed focused. That's your charge today. You are here for today for a special reason. We know that we have children to take care of children, grandchildren, nieces and nephews, we don't want them to fight the same battle we fought. We don't want them to know the same pandemic we went through. So today before you vote, I want you to do one thing for me. Pray first, aim high, and stay focused. Focus on the future of this state. Focus on writing the next chapter for this state because that's why you're here to make things better for those who come behind us. So my charge for you today is to pray first, aim high, and stay focused. And once you do that, the Lord will bless you, your children, and our state. God bless you, and thank
0: you. Thank you, Senator Frazier. So now, uh, Senator, we have a motion. Use of the morning roll call. M- motion by use of the morning roll call. Does anyone object to the procedure? Seeing none, was anyone wish to be recorded as voting? No. Roll, Roll,
1: Roll call. Is that what your motion is? Mr. Clerk. Barnett. Blackman. Blackwell. Aye. Blunt. Aye. Boyd. Branning. Bryan. Aye. Butler. Aye. Carter. Aye. Kaufman. Chesinall. Chisholm. DeBar. Delano, Aye. Doty, Aye. England, game Frazier, Harkins, Aye. Hill, Hobson, Horn, Aye. Jackson of the fifteenth, Jackson of the eleventh, Jackson of the thirty-second, Johnson, Aye. Jordan, Aye. Kirby, McCon, McDaniel. McLinden, McMahon, Michelle, Moran, Norwood, Parker, Parks, Polk, Seymour, Simmons of the 12th, Simmons of the 13th, Sojourner, Sparks, Suver, Tate, Thomas. Thompson. Turner Ford. Whaley. Wiggins. Witherspoon. Younger.
0: Barnett. Senator McConnell is recognized. Mr. President, I'd like to announce the fair. Please proceed.
1: If Senator Moran was here, he would vote aye, I vote no. One moment. Voting yes or yay. Barnett, Blackman, Blackwell, Blunt, Boy, Brian, Butler, Carter, DeBar, Delano, Doty, England, frazier Harkins, Hobson, Horn, Jackson of the fifteenth, Jackson of the eleventh, Jackson of the thirty second, Jordan, Kirby, McMahon, Michelle, Norwood, Parker, Parks, Polk, Simmons of the twelfth, Simmons of the thirteenth, Tate, Thomas, Thompson, Turner Ford, Wiggins, Witherspoon, Younger. Voting no nay, Brannon, Kaufman, Chazinall, Chisholm, Billingame, Hill, Johnson, McConn, McDaniel, McLinden, Seymour, Sojourner, Spark, Suber, and Whaley. Okay, Macon is a pair. By a vote of 36 to 14, the motion passes.